It's snowing. Yeah. First week of April and it's already snowing. So that must mean it is springtime in Colorado, which is okay. You know, we, we always get a couple of 50, 60 degree days. We're ready for spring and summer, and then we get a little snowstorm, but, but that's all right. We need a little snow kind of pretty today. My name is Johnny Bowen. Welcome to another edition of FinBits. And again, FinBits uh, is simply my attempt to give you financial bits of information each week maybe sprinkle them with a little attempts at humor that will help you make better financial decisions. And we're going to cover a wide range of topics, but a lot of times it could be what's going on in the world today, but most, most of the time we're going to get to something that will help you specifically each week. Now, before I get started on that, I, I have to tell you, I, my subscriptions are absolutely out of control. Have you ever heard, you know, it's not you, it's me? I mean, how many times have I heard that over my lifetime? Dozens, hundreds. Well, this time I'm definitely on the other end and it's definitely not me. It's you. I'm finally ready to dump all these subscription services, but I don't even know exactly what I'm paying for. And, you know, you try and call them with that phone thingy and uh, you get put on hold forever and they know that you're just going to eventually give up. And if you try to break up with a subscription service online, for some reason, the message just never gets, never gets to them. You can't do it. I, you know, I have, you know, we have Disney plus and I don't have any kids under 20. So I'm not really sure why we have Disney plus, uh, we have countless number of streaming services and, uh, you ever been on one of your streaming services and then you see a profile that you absolutely don't recognize. You don't know if it's your daughters, boyfriends, cousins, dad, you know, you just don't know. And uh, so I don't know. I, I've about had it. This happens to me probably about twice a year. Usually it's right after the first of the year, but I've let it slip until April. But uh, if you look at all of the other things that we are subscribing to, cable, makeup, streaming services, meal prep, books, workout gyms, you know, there's uh, I heard this last week, there's one large workout chain that they allow you to easily sign up online. It's 10 bucks a month, not a problem. But in order to dump them, you have to go in person to a gym. Now, who wants to show their face at a gym that they've already been avoiding since the second week of January when you gave up on your New Year's, quote, get fit resolution? So I don't know. I thought that was kind of funny. It's like you cannot break up online. You have to go in person so they can personally shame you for stopping it. Anyway, apparently... Someone's coming to the rescue, and it's not who you think. There is a bipartisan proposal making its way through Congress to allow immediate, non-confrontational, non-in-person, I hope, and final breakups with that subscription service that you completely forgot about. I mean, Congress can't get much done with both sides of the aisles not agreeing on anything, but it seems like this is one thing that they agree on. And although it seems kind of trivial, I think it's comical that uh, this is the... This is the mountain they decided to climb together to break up subscription services. So we'll wait and see. All right, I just had to get that off my chest. Hopefully that's going to help us all. But other than that, I'm going to start breaking up with stuff left and right, and we'll see what happens. Probably have nothing left. Well, today I thought, you know, usually I give an update on the markets, but really not too much has changed from the markets from last week. So we don't need to run through all of them. But uh, what I did want to talk about is instead of, investing 2.0, which was my intent, 
I thought we could talk more about how do you, how do you get started? And I, I get that question quite a bit. You know, now you are, you're in, you're, you're out of school, you're in your twenties, you're in your thirties. Maybe you're starting to make a little bit of money uh, or maybe you're just trying to get a handle on your finances. What do you do? Well, I have some thoughts on that. In the next couple of months, uh, I have my first book coming out. Uh, and as it gets closer, I will let you know. But it's basically 20, 20 Finbits that you should be aware of. And one of the first things that I talk about is just getting financially organized, just getting your stuff, quote unquote, together. So before you start investing, before you start making big decisions, you just have to get organized. And I understand, you know, now you've, you're in your second or third job, you've got your third 401k, whatever it is, but now's the time to kind of get your stuff together before you start making bigger decisions. So how do you do that? Well, you have to figure out where you are today. So think about if you were going to go, go on a hike, you're going to go hike a, you know, a nice, three, four, five mile hike somewhere. Well, you have to probably get out a trail map. I know it's an app on your phone, but let's just assume you have a trail map and then you have to find the trailhead. So before you start walking on that hike, you have to figure out where exactly you are, what is the path going to be? And most importantly, how to get back to your car, which has always been a challenge for me. So if you are going to figure out where you are today, some of the some of the easiest tools. Now there's plenty of apps out there and occasionally I'll, I'll recommend a couple, but one of the things I think you should do is start with a balance sheet. It's the easiest thing to do. And if you like uh, using spreadsheets, Excel, you know, Google sheets, whatever, you can certainly do it on that. Heck, you can just draw a line down a piece of paper, use the back of your Chipotle receipt, whatever you want to do draw a line with a T on one side, put uh, essentially stuff you own. And on the other side, put people you owe. And, and here's a why, here's the why, here's why you want to do that, because it'll help you, again, get an idea of what's going on. So your stuff that you own might be, you know, you might have some cash in the bank. So let's say you have a couple thousand dollars in the bank. So these are essentially your assets and liabilities, your assets or your stuff could be cash. It could be your, could be your SUV or whatever car you own. Maybe you've got a townhouse that's worth 350 grand. Maybe you have a vintage ukulele that you think is worth $500. Maybe you have an Xbox that you think is worth thousands, but it's only worth $23. Whatever it is, is your stuff. And just think of it as, these are things that someone else might pay you money for. They might pay you money for it. So I'm not worried about some really wild, you know, old clothes or those type of things, but these are more assets that are things that if you had to sell them in a pinch, you might get a little bit of money. So those are your assets, your stuff. Now the other side of your balance sheet, balance sheet is simply your debt, you know, or your liabilities. So who do you owe money to? And if you don't pay them, they're going to come after you. So let's say that you got a $1,500 loan from your grandma when you're in college and, uh, you know, she's all sweet and everything and gave it to you. But if you miss a payment, you know, she might withhold some cookies from you. So maybe you have a loan to your grandma, certainly student loans. Maybe you've got 20 grand of student loans. Maybe you have a car loan from that SUV or whatever car you have. 
Maybe you have a mortgage. So if you do own a townhouse or a condo or a home, what is your mortgage? And then certainly you might have, you better not, but you might have some credit card balances, but that is absolutely something that I've already talked about. You don't want to have any balance, but let's just say that you have a thousand or $1,500 in credit card balances. Number one, get rid of that. But number two, put that down as a liability. And then finally your debt, you know, maybe it could be Venmo requests. You know, if you owe, um, if you owe Bobby, you know, for the boozy brunch yesterday, $65, eh, technically that's a liability, but you know, he might let you skate because you're probably going to pay for it next week. So that's, that's a balance sheet. Very, very simple assets on one side, liabilities on the other side. And then all you do is you add up your assets. If your assets add up to $50,000 and your liabilities add up to $60,000, well, you have a negative net worth. Not good, but not terribly surprising if you are uh, just getting started out in life. If your assets add up to 250 grand and then your debt adds up to 150 grand, well, then you have a positive net worth of 100. Certainly, you could put in any retirement accounts or investment accounts in there as assets too. So that would be your balance sheet. Don't overthink it. Plan on doing it once a month. It's very simple to do once you do it the first time, and then it's good to look at each month because you'll start to see it grow or at least be less negative. <laughs> All right. The next thing I want you to do to get financially organized is to create a personal income statement. And again, you could find an app that will help you with this, but it's just as easy to, again, put it on a piece of paper. And on one side, you're going to have, you know, what money is coming in on a monthly basis. And then on the other side is what expenses is going out on a monthly basis. So let's think about this. So your incoming money certainly is your salary, whatever you get from work. Maybe you get a bonus on a monthly basis or you just prorate it for the year. So let's say that you get a $6,000 bonus at the end of the year. Well, you could figure that's okay. Well, it's about $500 a month. So you could put that in there as incoming. Maybe you have a side hustle. You know, maybe you're a, you're an amazing blogger and someone's paying you to do it as you travel around on your sprinter van, or maybe you just deliver it once in a while for DoorDash to make a few extra bucks. And then finally, Another income could be dividends and interest. So you're getting some, in, you know, some interest from your bank account, a money market fund you own, or maybe there's some dividends you're getting from a portfolio that you have of, of stocks or you know, things of that sort. So that would be your income. Add all that up together. And then your outgoing certainly could be your rent or your mortgage payment. You know, say that's $1,500, $2,000 a month. You know, maybe you're paying off your credit card each month, which is, you know, another thousand dollars, whatever that amount is, put that in for your credit card, certainly utilities, car payment. Um, you know, maybe there's some other student loan payments you're making, you know, all of those things you're adding to your emergency fund, you have insurance and taxes, you know, there's, there's a lot of expenses that go out, but here's the idea, obviously, is you want to tackle what is your income each month and what is your expenses going out each month? Add up your income, subtract your expenses. Hopefully it's a positive number. It's of a negative number, then you really got to work on it. You got to see, all right, where can I cut down expenses? Maybe where can I improve my income? 
Certainly there's ways to improve your income. Maybe you go back to your employer and you ask for a raise. You think you're pretty awesome and it's time you deserve a raise. But maybe also it's time you just start looking for another position. You know, you've been in the same position for three, five years. And you think you're worth a little bit more. Maybe you start to look around. But again, grass isn't always greener. Certainly you could take on a side hustle uh, doing something. Could be uh, driving Uber. It could be delivering food. It could be writing. You know, it could be developing a, an amazing podcast about financial bits of information for young adults. Wait, no, I got that covered. Um, so I think there's a lot of things you can do to improve your income. So don't just be stuck in the same place. Expenses is the easy part. You can always find places to cut expenses. And I joked at the beginning about subscriptions, but certainly when you get to where I am in life, you have so many different subscriptions personally and with your family. You're like, how did we get to this point? Well, they plan on you, um, people that you sign up with, they know that it's more difficult to break up with them. So that's why they're not going to uh, worry too much. They assume that you're just going to hold on to it indefinitely until you realize you need another $5 a month. So expenses really can, you know, come in a couple of different ways. One of the big ones is probably your rent or mortgage. Let's say it's rent and maybe you need to take on another roommate that would make a dramatic effect. Maybe you have a car payment and the car is way nicer than you need and or you really don't need a car. For example, if you're working remote and you're close to the, you know, close to the train or bus line and you really don't need a car too much to get around, well then ditch the car. That'll save you quite a bit of money and then you can start saving it for all those big travel uh, places you're going to go. Finally, I think on you know, like I talked about credit card, if you are making credit card payments, if you're paying it off every month, fantastic. But if you're not paying it off, you know that those interest charges are accruing at a very, very high rate, sometimes in excess of 25% interest. That is brutal and you have to get rid of that. So make your highest interest payment your number one thing you want to knock down. And the reason that I write the blog FinBits, the reason I do this podcast, the reason I've written a book is to help help young adults specifically get started off on the right foot. There is a lot of books out there. I was in the bookstore recently. There's a lot of books out there on how to get out of debt. And there's a lot of podcasts and radio shows on how to get out of debt. And, and that's fine, but I'm hoping to capture you before you go down that unlikely path. And certainly there's a lot of uh, good things that you can be doing uh, just start out small and, and build on it as opposed to uh, just getting your financial house completely in disarray before you get going. So those are two things that I really think are important as far as having a, you know, getting a balance sheet to help you get started and a personal income statement. Both of those, especially for the first six months, I would do it every month. And the balance sheet is going to be pretty easy. You know, and that's kind of fun to check either every month or maybe every quarter, because hopefully things are changing. Your liabilities are coming down a little bit. Maybe your assets are growing. That's always great to see. Personal income statements going to be a little harder. It's really you have to narrow in on your expenses and your income, and that's where you probably have to make tougher decisions. But it's a very good practice, and I promise you there are not many people that do that. Every single business out there has to produce a balance sheet and personal income statement. 
on a regular basis. So why shouldn't we be doing as individuals? All right. So here's your two go bits. First one is sketch out a balance sheet. Do it today. The second one is sketch out a personal income statement. Do it today. If you're really not sure where to get started, you certainly can look online, but you can also, you know, and, and I'll talk about this in future episodes, find a money buddy, someone who is in a similar situation as you. There's a lot of people out there and maybe that's a close friend. Maybe it's a relative. Maybe it's an, maybe it's an aunt, an uncle, cousin, whomever it might be who could help you with this process and at least, you know, help keep you accountable, find that person and check in with them every so often. All right. That is about all I got today. So that's our first step in getting financially organized and can't wait to talk to you next week when we're going to talk about how do you go about and find that money, buddy? Just one more thing you got to do. All right. Hopefully the snow is going to blow over and, uh, I can head out and, uh, accomplish something today. Hope you have a great week. Take care.